Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs> you are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws. Yeah. We got D, yeah. we got Aaron yeah. in the building, rocking out. That's right. You already we'll know. have a special guest lined up a little bit later in the show. Uh, but for starters, we got our question of the day. Before we get in our question of the day, are y'all sites for the uh for the coming to America too? Yeah. I know y'all ready for that. It come out this week, I think, right? By the fall of nostalgia. I don't have super high hopes because, you know, everything get ruined usually, especially when you wait this long, but you got to trust it. You think it's going to be, you think it's going to be trash though? Eddie Murphy is the GOAT. It don't have to be trash. That's one of the greatest movies from our culture in the history of movies though. I got a special treat for you this evening. A young man that you all know is Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Yes, Randy Watson. <laughs> that boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Yeah, dog. That joint is a classic. I, yeah, for me personally, it's like don't even touch the classics. Just let them just... Let like be. just let them stay. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just let them stay. And I know, and I know you have classics that that have like had sequels and they've been okay. Like you know, you think about Friday. Friday is like a black classic. That Joan is a classic. And then they had Friday after next, and the next Friday, like you know, and some of them were hit or miss. But I think overall that that series of Fridays were were good. This Joan is like when you talk about like greatest comedies of all time, like movies. There's people will put coming to America in that that upper echelon. So I, I'm a little worried about it, dog. That's the problem. You gotta set your expectations real low so that when they when you watch, like, oh, okay, this your night. Like I do, like I do for the Washington football team. I yeah, gotta just put that's what you gotta do. You gotta give it to Washington fans. <laughs> it's gonna be trash, and then it becomes okay. Yeah, other than okay, that, all right. You know, yeah, what I saying? gotta chill out. Yeah, I gotta calm yeah, down. Yeah, relax. So I'm, you know, because I'm I'm looking at the cast, and I'm like, yeah, where where are the comedians at? Like, you know, apparently. Um, uh, what's what's with main man who was uh in a uh, Black Panther the uh, Killmonger? What's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Apparently he was he was trying to uh, him and uh uh the director of um I can't think Mugler, Mueller I can't think of his name right now Terry Mugler I think Ryan Coogler. Uh, Terry Mueller Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's my bad. I all messed up. <laughs> One of them babies. Uh, yeah, they try, he was trying to do a coming to America too, and I, I don't know how I would feel about it. Like somebody who's not really in the comedy realm, kind of putting that together. 
Um, and I guess they he reached out to Eddie, so I guess it was going to be a, like a collabo type thing. Um, and it could have worked. But I am anxious to see it, though. I look, I'm the surprise most of them, the cast is still alive. That's the thing, man. You hit yeah, facts. You think about how old that movie is and most yeah, of them people jump. are still alive, kicking well. I'm like, shoot, that, okay. You gonna is Samuel L. going to be in it too? I, uh, I would I hope so, know, man. Cause that joke was a cameo when he he's robbed up McDowell's joke. I don't know. That was a cameo, <laughs> McDowell. Well, he's too big now. Like yeah. Chris Tucker, he, he can't do that no more. Nah, nah. Yeah, because nice. no one really knew who he was back then when he was robbing the McDowell. No one knew who Samuel <laughs> was. But yeah, but that would be a nice little touch though if he just popped it up. Would. Cause you know for the nostalgia, like Aaron said, like you gotta pull out all the stops for the nostalgia. You know, so and you don't get uh, the yeah. theater experience, yeah. So you gonna have to be extra, extra, because Bams is watching in their living room or streaming the joint. You, you already know. Just you done. already know. Um, yeah. So the first one came out 1988. So that's what I'm saying, right? That's a minute. It's <laughs> a long movie. time. Ago. Movies have changed. Comedies have changed. Like Adam Sandler, who's another comedian. I feel like he's like lost his sauce with the comedy game. You know what I'm saying? He done jumped over into drama because the comedy game is just what's it what's the last good comedy movie, like black comedy movie we that's been out? I can't even think of it. The, the last like black comedy we were like, you know, that joint was so funny. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I guess for us so, right now it's probably Kevin anything with Kevin Hart and then most people will probably say but like Kevin Hart but I mean people think he corny now so I, I just that's the part that's crazy but I think he excels in like the movies though like maybe the stand up you could say he corny but wait a minute wait wait I think a his minute his grew from the actual like movies right yeah I mean he you know he sticks to the same the same shtick uh, you know, works. even in the movies, it yeah. works in the movies. I think it works better in the movies than it does on stage. Because which call it, but it wasn't really a black movie. But the Jumanji jump was funny. The first jump, that jump yeah. was funny. But that wasn't a black movie. Yeah, the Rock right. black. That's not black. <laughs> Two Who blacks is the The Rock. You Samoan him? You sure? <laughs> hey, look, yeah, I don't know Samoan's last name oh, Johnson. <laughs> nah, he makes he makes. I know. All right, let's get let's get into this question of the day. Uh, question of the day comes in. It says, "I'm contemplating not telling my wife about my recent received annual bonus, do it. so that she doesn't spend it all. I believe I have the right intentions, as I'm not going to spend it on myself and save it for my family if we, if and when we need it." My plan is deposit most into the 401k and then the rest in the savings. I know that if I did tell her, she would probably do something semi-extravagant, been shopping. And so I'm trying to avoid that without a fight and ensure that we save for the future. Am I going about this the right way or is this horrible of me and a bad decision? What's your advice? Don't ask me a dumb question you know the answer to. Er, D? You know, I'm kind of old school when it comes to this. I'm not really into the like splitting bills and all that other kind of stuff. So I feel like you don't have to discuss when you're in that kind of situation. Nah, nah, nah. Um, any money that come in. But if you're one of the dudes that like splitting the bills, you know what I mean, going half on everything, you got to tell us. That's part <laughs> of the arrangement. <laughs> you got to tell us. <laughs> D, what you got? <laughs> What you gonna say? Bobby? It depends how they like you just said, Aaron. It depends upon how they manage their finances as it pertains to that marriage. You know what I mean? Like for me, I, I don't know. I just look at it differently. But you know, some people say, "Hey, look, man, have them separate bank accounts. 
You have yours, I got mine. But of course, that's the person wild. that but the, person, <laughs> but the person that makes the most money is always going to be able to do more things with their cash. So it's almost like you're living single in a marriage. So I don't, I don't know. But so that's a real thing. Like I'm yeah. genuinely curious. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna just tell you. Like so, so this John, this John hit too close to home. That's right. Know. <laughs> the thing is, right? <laughs> I, I think that. It's a, it's a trust thing. So I think like when you just talk about like what's at the core of it, it's being able to trust. It's being able to have a conversation and talk about something, even if it makes you kind of uncomfortable. Now I've been in a boat where it's like young. I already know what how things are gonna go. You know what I'm saying? And so I may be trying to like look down the tunnel and trying to you know what do you call it? Plan ahead. Um, for for you know emergencies and different things and I may not necessarily disclose that. Now, if she find out, the question is, how how is that situation going to be navigated? Are you going to be in a doghouse sleeping in the foyer or you know what I'm saying <laughs> on a balcony and try to figure it out because you know you kept this a secret or is it going to be like you know where they they're going to see basically the 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 wisdom and maybe you making that decision or going about it a certain way, you know, I, I mean, when you marry, it's, it, it's, a, it's a little different. Um, but, and, and look, yeah. and typically in marriages, you always have one person that wants to be a better steward with the money than the other. Let's put it mm-hmm. like that. And so it seems as though that's the situation, but at the end of the day, you just got to speak about it. You just got to talk about yeah. it. Now, some, some you said it's a lack of uh, having a lack of trust. I think it's also uh, having a lack of control. Uh, okay, okay. You know, and and that His to me seems like he said what? His word ain't law in the house. That's it. So he I said, felt no, like no. Hey, he so, 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 anyway. so, so this is so this the thing. Like if the, if the tables is turned, are you tripping? So let's say she got you know cash stashed away. So. So another caveat I think that is important is the amount of the bonus. Like if the Bama got like five grand, that's not really a big deal if you just, you know what I mean, stash that during the way. If you got 50 grand bonus, that's kind of different. You know what I mean? Or something more than like in that ballpark. That's something you probably got to have a discussion about. But but yeah, that's talking about you talking about five grand for someone that makes if you make a lot of money, the five grand bonus is probably like, nah, it's peanuts. You give me the scraps. But for some, five grand is like, man. If you marry ain't half of that money hers, technically? I'm asking. I'm, I'm I asking. thought that's when you weren't in the marriage anymore. Yeah, yeah, I go y'all separate ways. I mean, but when but you're, you're in the marriage, I don't know. I don't I guess it depends upon how you view it. You know what I'm trying to say? How you and how the bank accounts look too. Like if y'all struggling and y- you know what I mean, you tell her no, you can't do this, no, you can't do that, and you just got 10 grand and you got it chilling, and she like over that drink <laughs> that's like a different situation right and if y'all got like six figure bank accounts but she still like to spend a lot and you just trying to like let's, yeah, let's put some drink for a rainy yeah. day that, 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 all that right. stuff matters yeah. right nah that's that, the, yeah that's situational. Then definitely situational you at third and four you might want you could run a run play at third and four <laughs> or pass jump but you at third and fifteen Bro, you ain't, ain't a lot of ain't a lot of play calls on the sheet you can run. So depending on your financial situation, you know, depends on if it's a big deal or if it's not. Yeah. But ultimately, you probably want to get to the place where you can have those conversations, talk about those different things, disclose that. And even if there's a 
even if there's a part of her that wants to spend, you can you can kind of meet her halfway. You know what I'm saying? There's always there's always a. a I mean, I, I guess that's what marriage is is, is trying to m- meet the other person halfway. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in situations, so that just comes by communication, facts, like straight like that. We're, we are joined by a special guest. You, you want to introduce yourself? Hello. Hi, I'm uh, Taylor Mathis, uh, known as, I guess, Shy Sports Chick on Instagram. But um, I'm excited to be on today. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, for our listeners, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, like how you got into sports, you know, covering sports, you know, where you grew up. Awesome. Yeah, so I uh, grew up in a really small town in Illinois called Sandwich, actually. Super tiny town, um, not a whole lot to do. But uh, that's where I grew up. And then I went to the University of Iowa for college, lived in Nebraska for a while covering sports, um, Dallas, and now I'm in Scottsdale. So I've kind of been all over the place for sports, but um, I'm pretty much in Scottsdale, Arizona right now, hopefully mm-hmm. stay for a while. But uh, I pretty much got into sports um, because of my grandparents. I, um, they're gigantic Cubs fans. So they took me to my first game when I was about six. They taught me how to do a scorecard and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I just grew such a love for baseball and the Cubs when I was younger. And as I got older, you know, that just kind of grew into more sports besides just baseball and I really uh, used to love theater as well I was always very into singing and acting so I kind of combined my love for being in front of people or being in front of the camera and talking sports so it all just kind of fit and played in well and then I ended up going to school for sports broadcasting okay so what what was the defining moment like when did you just like this is what I want to do with my life like I want to just be in sports totally immersed like when was that 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 moment when the light bulb went off or you were like this is what I'm going to do well I think it was it took a little bit of a matter of time my grandpa would always mention to me like you know I really think you'd be great uh doing something sports related you know doing broadcasting I could see you doing something like that and when I was younger it was really just more of a thought I didn't really think about it too much and then as I got older when I was in high school and started thinking about what I really wanted to do, I took a journalism class in high school and I just absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was kind of my turning point when I realized this is something that I want to do with my life. And I just absolutely love sports. So I'm like, why not be surrounded by sports every day? It'll feel way less like a job because it's something I love. Facts, facts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, nah, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Um, so, so, you you cover sports. What what teams do you like primarily cover? Or like, is it is it just like you focused on baseball or you you know basketball, football? Like, what what is it that? So I work for a company out here in Arizona called Playmakers, and I do a lot of video for them. And I primarily cover the Suns. Um, so basketball, and then on my own though, I've started my own YouTube sports show as well. And on there, I pretty much cover whatever topic every week that I think is relevant. So lately, it's been a lot of trade rumors surrounding the NFL, but I'm pretty much open to 
NFL, uh, NBA, MLB, and the NHL. So pretty much, you know, the four major sports in the U.S. And then I also have a sports podcast that I host. And um, that is pretty much also whatever's kind of happening in the mm-hmm. in sports at the time that we talk about. So it's really a mix of a bunch of different topics. But that's kind of the the gist of uh, everything that I cover sports wise. Well, that's that's what's up. Well, so all right, we 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 could talk a little bit of sports before I ask you some some other questions. JJ uh, Watt is now a cardinal. Uh, yeah, that's exciting for us in Arizona. <laughs> So what do y'all think? Y'all think that J.J. Watt, because, I mean, he hasn't been the same. Like, we just got to be honest. He, he hasn't. He's fell, He's fallen off. I don't know if there's any juice left in the tank. There may be. It might be Kool-Aid, but I don't know. So what are your thoughts? you think he's going to be able to produce I, for you guys? I mean, oh, if, if I'm being honest, I think um, the Arizona and Cardinal fan base is very excited because, you know, it's J.J. Watt. The name, like his name itself, you know, brings some excitement to Cardinals fans. Um, but I do think like what you're saying, I just, I don't think it's going to be a huge difference maker that's just going to all of a sudden make the Cardinals like a Super Bowl contending team or anything like that. Uh, but I do think for the fan base, especially a fan base that, you know, this past year has been the most exciting season for Cardinals fans in a very long time. I think getting another big name on the team to, you know, join uh, Hopkins and Kyler Murray, it's like exciting for people. I don't really know if it's going to make that big of a difference, but I think that uh, the people of Arizona are excited about it. Yeah, I, I think like even here, so we, you know, of course we can follow the Washington football team, the team with no name, and we right. we tend to overhype stuff. Anything, any big name comes here, it's like Super Bowl, let's go. We, right, we exactly. So, so, exactly. I feel like people so, are the exact same way out here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I know how that goes. So, you know, sometimes we, we're like the voice of reason. We got to tell people to chill out, like relax, right. relax. It's like, not going it doesn't on, mean, It doesn't mean we're yeah. going all the way just because yeah. we get one guy yeah for sure for sure so uh, uh I, let's talk about like just being a woman in sports you know there, yeah. there, there's a there's a lot of things happening in our country um you know and 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 there's a i think there's more eyes um to to different issues within within the uh-huh. sports world and you being a woman in a male like, i mean it's primarily male dominated you oh, know and you're around males yeah. all the time i'm sure crazy stuff is is happening you know, like, you, oh yeah, you could probably tell me stories all day about like oh, just different things that happen. So, good. How, how, how is that for you? Like, how do you navigate that? You know, I'm sure your DMs be popping. That's right, you already and know. You like, oh, like, <laughs> relax. I mean, I'm sure you could probably tell me like some. If I asked you, like, what was the craziest DM you got? Like, oh, from, I can tell you some good stories. <laughs> I can tell you some good stories for sure. Um, I mean, being a woman in sports, I think definitely has its pros and cons. Uh, obviously, the cons being, I think the main one really is a lot of men who are also in the field look at you and, you know, and not even, I, I guess I shouldn't just say men in the field, men in general, when they te- when you tell them that you work in sports or I tell them that I'm a sports reporter, one of the first things that people do is like they always want to like grill and quiz you to see if you actually know what you're talking about. And it's just like 
so condescending and makes you feel like you're so incompetent or not worthy to be in the field just because of your gender, which can be very annoying. I feel like being a woman in sports, you really have to work twice as hard to show that you know what you're talking about and prove that you have sports knowledge, which can be annoying. Um, but you just have to be that much more on top of your game. I do think there are some pros, though, because when you are a girl that does know sports, um, it can definitely help you out. Like yeah. men are <laughs> obviously would rather watch a pretty girl talking about mm-hmm. sports than a guy, Facts. especially if you know what the heck you're talking about. Like it's like an anomaly. So that's, that does have its pros. I think it sometimes, you know, people are like, I'd rather, you know, have this girl than this old guy talking to me about whatever the heck he knows. So I do think there are, there are pros to it. But then, of course, there's also the other con of a lot of times you might get an offer for something where people try to take advantage of you because they're more concerned about your looks than, you know, your actual sports knowledge. So you just have to be very careful, too. Like, I've gotten, like you were saying, a lot of DMs from people um, to, you know, oh, come on and do this, or I'm starting a sports network, and it'd be cool to have you do video or something like that. And you just have to be very careful and conscious of who's asking you to do what and if it's legitimate and things like that. Yeah, yeah I'm sure there's a lot of pervs and lurkers and all like that. Oh, yeah. You know, just try, yeah. just try to creep behind the scenes. But, yeah, no. So what about, like, what about, like, with other women in your field? Like, do you feel like, like there's a competition you know, within within the space of like other women in sports journalism, because you, I mean, recently we seen right. like a, a surge of like women into like the sports world. You know, I remember like I'm I'm an '80s baby, so I remember when we used to I used to watch ESPN and it was just all dudes, like Stuart Scott, right. all these dudes, and then you start seeing like the influx of women into the like you know on TV and in the sports world. And now I feel like the numbers are kind of like, I mean, I almost find it surprising if I'm watching and I don't see like a, oh, a well, female man. like right. in, in, in the space. So um, do you find like there's a competition amongst you with like other women I, in the space? I would say, I mean, naturally, I mean, yes, there is somewhat of a competition just because of the fact, you know, you guys are all going for the same jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... <sighs> I would like to hope that I think most women in the field try to help each other rather Mm. than like not. I know I'm very like that. Uh, Like my, a friend of mine, she uh, became my mentee basically through the University of Iowa. The guy who is in charge of like Iowa's internships and like job placement program put her in touch with me. She ended up moving out to Arizona a couple months ago and like I help her with whatever like she needs or contacts or whatever or needs me to look at her real stuff like that like I'm always willing to help and that's not really my nature to be super combative with somebody going for the same you know type of role that I am but I do think there are probably some women out there who can be like that I just don't think that I'm uh, one of them I've personally never had any you know, issues or drama or anything like that with any other women in the sports field trying to go for the same job, but I'm sure it does exist out there. Damn. Yeah, nah, damn, that that that's that's real, you know. Yeah, that, that's definitely real. 
Uh, okay, let's let's talk some sports. I mean, I'm not here to All quiz right. you. Let me just go ahead and put that. Like, this ain't no quiz. I just want to hear your perspective. I'm always trying to, like, open our brand up, like, explore different perspectives, people in different parts of the country. And, you know, that's just, like, what, what we try to, like, create our brand to be. Just right. kind of the other side, like, of things. Not, not just the country, because you're on Arizona, we're on D.C., but just other side out of perspective so uh first things first russell wilson uh there's rumors that he dallas cowboys is one of the landing spots he wants to be at yes do you think it'll happen or nah heck no i don't think it'll happen at all i think um the franchise is much more focused on getting Dak signed and Dak being, you know, 20, in his 20s, even though, you know, he is recovering right now from an injury and we're not sure when he's going to be back. I think the focus is on getting Dak healthy and how we can revamp when he gets back on the field with us more than trading for Russell Wilson. I just don't see it happening, even if the Cowboys, I know there's the Seahawks are saying they'd want first three first round picks for Wilson. Obviously, if we threw Dak into the mix, it wouldn't be three first-round picks for him plus Dak. But I still feel like we'd be giving up a lot. We'd be giving up a way younger quarterback. Um, obviously, doesn't have, like, you know, the proven record and the proven showmanship that Russell Wilson does. But I just don't see the Cowboys getting rid of Dak for Russell Wilson at this point. I think it's uh, – and reading some of the things I've read, the Cowboys are saying it's pretty much laughable. Like, there's no way it would happen. So so I hear you saying we in the comment. Is that your squad? Do you – can oh, you openly just – is that your squad? Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Oh, that's just why. Okay, America's team. Okay, hey, we got to stop this whole podcast because, you know, that that is the rivalry of the Washington football team. We just, it's the, so, so, okay, so you're a Cowboys fan, unfortunately. Uh, what, What do you think? Where's the franchise? I mean, you say they need Dak, so that's a priority. They got to get Dak back. Does that solve their issue? Are they then Super Bowl bound? After, I, mean, after so, getting I, there. I, I don't want to say, like we were just talking about with Colonel, I don't want to say they're Super Bowl bound, but I think we genuinely have the talent to be Super Bowl bound if everybody could stay healthy and do their part. Like, we arguably probably have one of the best offenses in the league, for sure. So, and I mean, you know, the defense, we have some spots that could definitely be worked upon, but by the, if, you know, the Cowboys could make the right move, get that set up for when Dak comes back to be healthy. I really do think the Cowboys have a, a good chance of, you know, I really think we're probably hands down with Zach the best in our division by far currently. So I, I, I do think we have the, the chance to be Super Bowl bound here pretty soon. I think once Dak gets back on the field. I, that's me, the hopeful Cowboys fan, thinking. <laughs> Listen, you're not a fan if you're not hopeful for your team. I haven't, the Cow- I haven't uh, you know, really been old enough to appreciate the Cowboys in a Super Bowl. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Now, I think as a fan of the team, you always want to think best of your team, unless of you're a course. Jets fan. 
So, I, you know, outside of them, I think you you pretty much have hope. But maybe they, right. I mean, maybe the Jets have turned a leaf. They got a new coach. They got a new situation. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You um, never know. You never know. Uh, last, last question, then, then, you know, I'll let you go. Cam Newton, right? He's a free agent. I think last yeah. week he, like, cussed out some kid that was telling him he was a free agent. Uh, he, he wasn't happy about that. Uh, here in Washington, because of the Ron Rivera connection, everybody is starting yeah. to drop his name in the mix, right? Uh-huh. Uh, right. Wh- do you think that Cam Newton is worth a tire kick by the by the Washington football team? Uh, I so my uh, my opinion. I absolutely my two favorite quarterbacks in the league. They're totally different people. But I love them both. I absolutely love Russell Wilson, and I have always loved Cam Newton. I have Cam Newton Panthers jersey. Like I've always liked Cam for some reason. Um, I ever since you know pretty much he's you know got had his MVP, MVP season. He really hasn't performed the same in you know quite a number of years. I don't. I don't know. Like. I, at this point, I always I'm kind of wondering over the last few years, a few years, is Cam Newton really even starting quarterback worthy, or is he a second stringer? I don't know. Um, I I feel like his performances just haven't really been up to par. Like even you know his season with the Patriots here wasn't really what you would be deeming to be uh, really worth a starting quarterback spot. So I, I don't really know. I mean, I feel like getting getting Cam Newton again and like is that really gonna do anything for Washington? I don't I don't know if I really see it being a game changer for them. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm I, I, I it's hard being a fan of this team here. I try not to like lean one way or another and I try uh-huh. to be as open minded to different possibilities. As 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 I can, you know, and I and I look about the options that we have currently. So the options that we have currently, they don't scream to me like, don't go after Cam. Like they just right. like, well, well, we'll see. So right. I mean, if you're in a we'll see situation, I don't think it hurts you to at least, um, you know, see what Cam Newton can do or possibly yeah. could add to your your roster. I mean, I, I guess Ron Rivera would be the best person to say whether or not there there's that's even worth a chance. Right. But uh, you know, I, I just kinda wait and see. I mean, right now Alex Smith looks to be on the chopping block. Like they're they're gonna let Alex Smith go who 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 came back from injury that, you know, I never thought was possible. Uh right. so I, things are just a lot. Things are in flux in this town, so you know I, it's always interesting to me to see, like, hear other people's perspectives on how they they view the team. Like, do you think Washington football team is? I mean, I know they won a division this year, but come on, let's be honest that that was the craziest free. division that ever existed. I yeah. NFL yeah. history it was so bad. Yeah, it was fluke. So I, I don't yeah. know what to, what to expect. Um, I I think uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, really, the the quarterback situation already throughout this offseason has been wild to see what's been happening. So at this point, you know, I keep thinking in terms of Cam and Russell, and then you've got Deshaun Watson out there and all these guys and 
some are requesting trades. Others, you know, have it said they'd rather play for their team. They're already on and all this stuff. I just feel like anything could happen at this point, really. We've seen, you know, Carson Wentz now go to the Colts, and then you've got uh, the big Stafford and Jared Goff trade that happened. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, who knows at this point what could happen in the, the QB carousel that's going on. I think it's very interesting, and I, I'm interested to see how it plays out for sure. Yeah, for, yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, we follow football probably the most. We cover that the most on, on our show. So we're always kind of in tune with the, the trades and evaluating right. different moves and stuff. So I, I like I'm right there with you. I'm excited to see what what how the league pans out, especially with this quarterback position. You got the draft yep. coming up. So it's going to be a lot of movement for sure, That's for sure. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for just, I mean, I, I know you get a lot of DMs. I know you don't. All on fleek, people hitting you up for different stuff and different quests. But you, you, uh, I, I'm definitely appreciative that you know you took the time out to, to join us and um, you know just kind of share your, your your sports opinion. Thank you so much. I had fun. Yeah. Do you you have any shout outs you want to give anybody you want to shout out? Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't think so. Any plugs you want to plug? You plug your you YouTube guys, channel? Uh, I'll, I'll give a couple plugs. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is shy sports chick, so it's C-H-I sports chick. Um, and then if you want to check out my sports podcast, you can get it on Apple Podcasts. It's called Brunch and Ball. And then for Android users, it is on Podbean. Um, so that's where you can... Listen to the sports podcast. Also, we're on YouTube. You can check out my YouTube channel, which is linked in my Instagram bio, too, and watch the video version of the podcast as well. But, yeah, Instagram's probably where I'm the most active. So, check me out there. Okay. Uh, definitely. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. You have a wonderful day. Hopefully, we can get you on again. Like, once yeah. once you come on, like, your family, you can always, like, anytime, anytime. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Have a good day. All right. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. NFL talk. Word on the street is Alex Smith about to get cut. Let's go, champ. Is the organization doing them crud? Or is this just... I thought it was a business. Oh, oh man. Man. <laughs> doing that? Oh, it, that's, how, that's what they always say, right? Don't no, say Alex Smith Yo. came out saying they didn't want him. He said that... Nobody wanted him. You a bum! Yeah. <laughs> Washington isn't special in this situation like all the other teams. Like, it was a common sense situation for every other team. But here, like, this is more like the history of how these Bamas operate kind of like leading the story like this has nothing to do with any of that the Bama leg was snapped he still limps to this day when you see him walking around like he's mm-hmm. you still never seen the naked leg like they always make sure that you're covered up so you don't they see all, how yeah. like yeah you got that yeah, copper angle that on that yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Duke. then if he would have died on the copper. field what everybody would have said they never should have done that see this Washington like, so <laughs> people got to make up their minds dog is it is it bad timing? When when you want him to cut it, what would have been a better time if they don't plan to move forward with him? You don't want to give his agent a chance to talk to teams and all that stuff ahead of free agents. Look, man, the bottom line is he nobody wanted him, and it was just merely an obligation based on the money he was paid the previous season. 
you know, yeah. and and so Washington was just kept him on. And it just so happened it ended up being a field goal story, a redemption of him being able to even play last year and actually get, you know, y'all wins. And so I, I and win the division at top of that. So, I, I mean, that that's just what it is. No one really wanted him. Everybody saw the injury. It just so happened he just did what he did. But now he's in a situation at his age and that injury. And like you said, he's still hobbling. I mean, no one's going to really want him. If they do, they're not going to really pay him any money. So he's not going to get another job. Y'all think this is the end of Alex Smith? I think this is the end. Somebody will sign him, I think. Like you think really- so? Like, let's say you draft Trevor Lawrence and you down in the Jaguars with, uh, what's the, uh, Urban Meyer, uh-huh. who coached Alex Smith in college, mind you. Mm-hmm. You don't think you would want an Alex Smith behind your rookie quarterback? as like Because he seems to be a good locker room guy, like helpful with the young guys and all of that. Mm-hmm. I think there's situations where he'd be a perfect fit as long as he doesn't end up having to play. You might have to yeah. have three quarterbacks in the roster if you got Alex Smith, but I think he can help a locker room for sure. I think he did that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, how much I mean, playing on the field. How much yeah, you gonna pay for that? How much? Yeah, you how much you gonna pay for a mentorship program, though? Right. <laughs> you get eight mil. You get eleven, eight, eight, eight to eleven. Four. Yeah, I mean the Bama get paid from us anyway, so it ain't ending or he's straight. So if he get a little, you know, eight to eleven, he that's he good money. Hmm? He definitely good on that. Um, uh, what about Cam Newton, young? There's rumors around here talking about you know Cam Newton possibly rejoining uh, Ron Rivera. Do you think that, that that's going to happen? Or do you think that that's a good move? And Heineken, y'all trust? They're not going to bring anybody uh, in here to disrupt that. And it's weird that you have the quarterback that got. That he lost his job to ultimately in Kyle Allen, and he's on the same team that he would be going to. I, I just, I don't know. It, I don't see Cam going into that situation, and especially with no weapons. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's going to a situation with. I mean, a, they got a few weapons, man. They got on, man. Terry McLaurin, and when Cam Sims is not basking catching, he all right. Uh, yeah, he, he got bucked. the running back. What's his name? Uh, exactly. <laughs> the fact Tony you gotta say Gibson. what's his, you gotta say what's his name, Tony like Gibson, dog. He's he's solid. McKissick, he's solid. Like, <laughs> oh, I just think the situation he was in in New England, I just felt like they, you know, coming to Washington, it's like a similar. I mean, New England's probably worse, obviously, but I, I don't know. I just felt like the way he left Ron, yeah, and the way he left Ron. And then having that same quarterback on the roster as your backup, like just knowing that he could do the same thing again he did in Carolina and Washington. Like, why would you? I don't know. I just seems like an unlikely destination, but I understand the relationship they had. I don't know where it's at. I mean, are they still, is it still cool between Ron and, and Cam that we, no. he would want to play for Ron? That's the, that's the real question. Yeah, I don't know, but but I, I guess when they were when uh, Cam Newton was on a podcast with uh, Brandon Marshall and uh, Ocho Cinco, he was you know asked about just landing spots and you know they talking about uh you know Terry McLaurin and some of the weapons that are here in Washington. He was not like like it was almost like an eyebrow raise. Like I mean, them dudes, we could do something, you know. So. So maybe that's just him keeping his options open and not closing the door or anything, right. any potential ways he can get money. Right. Or, you know, you know how people like to read in and stuff. So right. 
Um, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, but for other quarterbacks, um, I I would guess say probably one of the top quarterbacks, Dak Prescott. Will they get the deal done? They don't. Have a if they don't I mean, they they could franchise tag him again. I think it's thirty seven this year. Then it that. jumps to like something stupid next year. It's like fifty four or something crazy. So I think they have until the ninth to get the deal done. Of this month? Of this month. Oh, that's rough. They they gotta get it done though. Like Dak should have won the MVP last year based off of how bad that team looked with him not being there. Specifically the offense. Like it just seems like we always thought he was a, a, a good quarterback, but we always knew, I guess he had certain limitations throwing the ball early on. And then he started to get better, but I don't think anybody knew the total value he had to the locker room just overall. Like that team imploded when that Bama went up. Yeah, so they, off, they definitely yeah and team. the offense wasn't even the same with all those weapons. And that offense was not the same, man. Cause that old line wasn't the same. And, you see all, you know, Dak picked up for the lack of O-line production on that offense. And then once he left, then, you know, Andy Dalton couldn't do what Dak was doing with his legs and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, I don't know if he's going to get paid. I, I feel like Jerry doesn't really want him to be the franchise quarterback. It's almost like he's looking for a reason for him not to get signed. How much luck Jerry got left? Is that like Steven better get Steven better get on the phone and call that agent? Like Jerry ain't gonna be around much longer. You gonna let this man make decisions that you gonna have to live with down the road? Like other than getting Russ, let's say they don't trade and get Russell Wilson. Other than that, you need to sign that. Period. You gotta sign that. I agree. And don't put him in another one of those situations where he's playing on a one year deal, coming off the it just that just doesn't bode well. You know what I mean? For the future and for the feeling and overall, just like climbing to the locker room. Just pay to do. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly his contract going to be uh, up there with Pat Mahomes somewhere close. Um, and you already know they're not going to feel he deserves Pat Mahomes' money. That he, but I, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, it might be a little a, a speed bump in the road, dog. Because to Boston and Dana pay him. For sure, almost every other team would pay the man, but just yes, they would. Despite yeah. the injury, with the with the ugly looking injury he had last year against the Giants, I, people were still going to pay him. Yeah, wave Zeke, figure something out, but find the money and pay to do. Yeah, well, we gonna see, man. We are gonna see if they if they make the right choice, which I anticipate that they will. But there's always a possibility that they they you know they drop the ball. Um, so and, if he if that deal does, you said the eighth, right? Or the ninth, some somewhere, okay. sometime let's, soon. Let's say the ninth hits and then midnight comes and he's not signed. Do you think that means he's getting traded? Nah, they not they're really going to try to trot him out again for another one year deal. Yeah, dog. That's right. You already know <laughs> these teams that makes him have a no super problem. free agent. So what are you going to do going forward? Remember, Jerry is what eighty something years old or approaching it. Yeah, I, I'm sure they probably weighed out their options and they looked at all of them and they said. Well, if we have to keep it one more year, then we'll just keep it one more year. And like, people be creating their own problems, though. Yeah. Well, so I mean, look at you right in the face and create their own problems. <laughs> yeah, that's how. That's how I go. That's how I go. On to some basketball. 
the Wizards have turned a new leaf <laughs> since last week. I told you if the Bama's won, well, Aaron watched the game, so they lost that game. But <laughs> then they won one. the next one. <laughs> got yeah, washed. They, they, get, they, got, they got washed. They got washed. But they turned around and won a big game versus Denver. Then they lost uh, the other night by one point to Boston and 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 Bradley Bill just slipped out of bounds though the jump was so fluke Bama's had to lead the whole game to the fourth quarter last few minutes this Bama just got double team and slipped out of bounds on some sweat and turned the ball over and then they ended up losing Jason Tatum took the ball to the rack scored a tough bucket it was over um, but overall the Wizards past couple weeks have been balling They've turned around. Word on the street is that they just stopped listening to Scott Brooks, and that's what turned their whole <laughs> turn things around. But low key, uh, that's gonna get him an extension that you ain't no, gonna find out about it, until no. next year. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> stop it! Dog, you think I'll be on Twitter heavy now? Dog, the campaign to fire Scott Brooks will go through the roof. Dog, I'll start paying for ads to get that bad up out of here. Dog, if whatever they win, I gotta it's do. Great, dog. <laughs> they win the seven <laughs> out of nine games. Lose one, and they win another seven out. Dog. The Bama stand. So, so let me ask this question because this is a, this is Aaron. Can we net the, the Houston Rockets have lost eleven in a row? John Wall has been playing okay, but he's been you know playing games, take a night off, play a few games, take a night. Like and they just been struggling. Eleven games is a, is a problem. Wizards have basically turned a new leaf. Westbrook is averaging just about a triple-double every night. The Wizards look like they're in every game that they, they've been playing, except for the one they got, you know, the 20-piece. But as a team, they look good. Are we Are we now, is it still too early to say that the trade for John Wall for Westbrook was a good trade? Because it's looking like it was a good trade. It's looking like y'all six games under 500 in the East. Like when Wall was here and healthy with Bill, the Bamas was making it to the playoffs and even made it to the second round. So like y'all gotta pump the brakes with this little winning. See, that's why I don't like you DC fans, dog. No. You went from this the worst team in the league, don't mess up the draft pick. Now it's a good trade. Like, I don't understand. Can Aaron, are they can they are they playoff bound? They, they should they be. Look, they have they playoff look talent on the roster, though. We said so, that okay, out look, the gate. We was talking about the top four seed. Is the expectation that you put at the beginning of the season still the same? They make the playoffs, they make it through the first round. Like in order for the trade to be justified. No, I said they got to make it further than that because they've done that with the team that they had. We okay. were told, oh, y'all got a superstar. We got a superstar now, right? That was the narrative when they made the trade. So you should be better than you were before. So you have to do better. It's not just for trolling on the internet like the trade was better. You have The outcomes have to be better. No. Okay. Well, I live in bizarre world. Nah, nah, you 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 got a point there. I mean, the outcome does have to be better. But okay, here's the counter argument: John Wall's in Houston, and they them Bamas can't get a dub to save their life. Is, is John Wall not as a superstar of that team, quote unquote? Does he not take culpability in that situation, not being successful? And you measure it against here, like if if at the end of the season. I mean, and I know you kind of measure it per, you're measuring it, John Wall's success here versus, I guess, uh, Russell Westbrook's success here and matching the two. Right. Because that's what the gauge is, isn't it? 
it's the conversation isn't who's a better player. But but all but, y'all, I never argue when people try to say Westbrook was a better player. I thought it was a wall. But in the context of the John Wall injury, and you saying as a GM, somebody looking like, you know what, I have this asset that I don't know what I'm gonna get out of it. This asset over here is better. I'm gonna try to make a move to improve my roster, improve my team, even even if it's in the interim. Because this guy over here, I don't believe, can give me what this team needs in order for it to be successful. I just like, I think that's a different perspective. And if it's a good trade or not necessarily, not necessarily how far they go, because you're measuring John Wall's best at his best versus Russell Westbrook now. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it's even across the board. No, 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 100%. But what I also think is the team has to do better. Like, it's not just necessarily him and his prime. When him and Bill were healthy, they were in the, they were a playoff team. So Washington got better. The best player on their team, quote unquote, got replaced with somebody who's a superstar, an NBA superstar. Remember what we're talking about here? These okay. narratives that people like to say when, you know what I mean, when they want to just make arguments. They got a superstar. They're better. They're significantly better. The outcome has to be better. It's no like way around the drink. And they still sitting at six games under 500. I think it's super early to be trying to like, it's no way to be able to get to that answer. Now. You got to wait till the playoffs come, let the season play out. The season is much shorter. So hopefully, you know what I mean? Like the age and the injuries won't play as much of an impact um, as you get towards the playoff with like Westbrook. Cause I know he's missed some time too with his injury. So you just got to see what happens in the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, then I'm going to hand somebody, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know the rest of that quote. So, But let me ask you a question. Would you say that the Eastern Conference is better when, uh, you know, as opposed to when John Walls with the Wizards at his pinnacle of his career? Would you, wouldn't you say that the Eastern Conference is not as good now? So is it really... Not preparing? as good? Yeah, I, I feel like the Eastern Conference is 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 pretty good, dog. You got right you got now seventy six, right, right, yeah, right now. now. But, I'm, but I'm saying when John Wall was playing at his oh. at his best, but LeBron was in the East when he was there. So like, I don't that know was, that. But I feel like LeBron was like he was he like was the, Le, the he was the top. The, the Cavs were the top, and then everybody else was kind of in the mix two through eight, in my opinion. That, I'm just I mean, trying had, to say you had Kawhi, you had Boston was like that. For a period before IT got hurt, like they were certified top two or three. You got two superstars allegedly in that Philadelphia team that everybody loves that hasn't really got much done. So it's like, I think it's kind of a wash as far as like, are they significantly better now than before? I just think everybody has, oh, and you can't forget Giannis, but mm-hmm. I feel like everybody has hope now because LeBron's going like, oh, we really got a chance in the East. Like the East is over. Well, I, well, I mean, before, if you trade. You trade you trade LeBron for two superstars. So you trade him for KD and James Harden and Kyrie. They're all in the East. You got Embiid, uh, Jason Tatum, KD Brown. So you know, like I mean, it's 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 a stronger it's I, a stronger not, Eastern. No, it is. It's a, it is. It's a stronger East. And and um, yeah, so that's what I'm just saying. So you have a stronger East now. I I, I always felt like the trade itself was. It was almost a wash, like you're saying, Aaron, but I, I gave the nod to Westbrook because of the way he played in the last couple seasons. 
and the fact the mere fact that John Wall just didn't play because of the because of the injury injury and that was my whole thing it wasn't a matter of oh John Wall is that much better than mm-hmm. and you know than Westbrook and vice versa it's the fact that he just wasn't available to play mm-hmm. and that was my whole thing is like you need to get a guy on the field that can act, I mean on the court that can actually play no, and that's a fair point. I would never argue something like that. Right, that was my whole idiots, thing. Yeah. You know the idiots that we be having to go back and forth with in the, in the positions that they take because they personally don't like a player. Then all yeah. of a sudden they want to conjure up and make up stuff and act like they didn't say stuff that everybody knows they said. Right, it just right. Weird. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, I know. Well, well, the, well, the Wizards, they not too They started on five, too. Let's not pretend like the They're not. The, they did the start off roster. Season, okay? <laughs> I'm talking about getting the number one draft pick two weeks ago. Yeah, nah, That's that was a fact. Now, was fact. Two, weeks two weeks ago, I was like, stop. Like, I, ain't never, I, ain't never looked, I ain't never looked at college, dog. I, two weeks ago, I was like, let me see who they do. He about to leave early. I was checking everybody on that. No, but they not too far. Like, so you got, you got 14, three teams that's at 500. So... You gotta think, and they and that's the Heat, the Celtics, and the Raptors. They all at five hundred and seventeen and seventeen. Then you got the Hornets, Lamelo looking John nice out here. He been cooking, um, and then you got the Wizards at thirteen and nineteen. But you know they only like three games out of the seventh seed, so. I, all is not lost, you know. I, I, I'm, I I'm with you, Aaron. I can't wait to see. Nah, Aaron is so more fun on the other side now, dog. Watching you <laughs> niggas <laughs> go through this track with every team in this area. I can't wait. Uh, uh, I can't wait. Duh. So, so in other basketball news, we got the NBA All Star Games coming up. Bradley Bill, leading scorer in the league, you know, going to be a starter. You know, kind of re- redemption for him and that whole situation. But the dunk contest, uh, uh, Williamson said he's not going to be in the jump. Oh, Zion. Um, Zion. Mm. Zion said he's not going to be in the jump. Caruso said he's not going to be in the jump. Um, like who did like who is there like who do y'all want to see? Is it gonna be uh Jones from uh Portland in a Jones? I, I feel like, like every year is always somebody that you don't know about that comes to the dunk contest and then mm-hmm. steals it from the light skinned dude. Right. It's, right. It, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like it's one of those things that the prestige of the dunk contest is gone. And you know what I'm saying? Before you always had the best dunkers to be in that in that contest and now it's just like I don't want to be in, I don't want to get injured or I just want to watch the person dunking so it's going to be somebody we never heard of that's probably going to end up winning it because people don't care I would have loved to see Zion in the jump you know what I'm saying yeah I would have loved to see Zion <laughs> though I don't I mean, he was in the league like he need to do something to reestablish himself all that hype he been balling he been balling he been playing well he a superstar <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I want to say this. I mean, he, he been let me look him like up. See what he been doing. I ain't heard about he the Batman in a year and a half. He been he been doing work, though. He been doing work. I mean, the surprise team of this year is really I I, I have to no 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 the New York Knicks. Yeah, these Batmans yeah. have shocked me. Yeah, them Bamas are playing. Derrick Rose, that Bama looked like he stopped. Or since he stopped hard cutting on the basketball court, he been frying, dog. Like 
This Batman learned his lesson, dog. He done tore his knees so many times. He's like, no, times, no more hard man. cuts. But the Batman has like kind of metamorphed his game. He played like an old man at the rec center, dog. He like, is dog, the old man at the rec center. Dog. Right. But dog, but I'm talking about the old man at the rec center that be cooking. It's, it's more control. That nobody, that nobody right. can stop. Done. You be like, yeah. dog, how you letting that old man cook you? Dog, he just... Every move he make is control. He yeah. not wasting no movements. He he when he attacked the lane, he actually attacked the lane. He shoot he thought he's shooting a three ball at a at a good clip. Um RJ Barrett has been balling. Um what's what's the other dude? Uh 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 who was acting wild, used to play with the Lakers and um Yeah, the center. Uh, I can't Bryant. No, 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 no. What'd you say, Aaron? Who you say? JaVel McGee? No. Nah. No, 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 no. JaVel McGee? I don't know. I ain't watched a single basketball game all season. Yo, <laughs> you got to come on, dog. We got to score the show. You got check-in joint the other day. Nah. <laughs> no, Julius Randle. That's it. Oh, yes. Julius yeah. Randle been right. balling, bro. He been balling. Like, that whole team, I, young, shout out to, is it is it Tibbs? Tibbs coaching him? Dog, I, I gotta give him credit, though, because I thought they were just a bunch of misfits, though. He done turned these Bamas into the little giants, young. Annexation of Puerto Rico on a basketball court, though. They doing everything like oh, four, they six, just playing, they just playing together, dog. And they and to me, it seems like everybody knows their roles. Like nobody's trying to you you know how you like you got a team and it's a bunch of knuckleheads, everybody just want a gun and take shots. Right. Well, the gunners on this team. They know, like, everybody's, like, kind of, like, cool with their roles. Like, they're like, okay, these Bama's jump shooters, they, all right, Nerland's done well. This Bama just hit the boards and just clean up, man. Uh, R.J. Berry, Slasher, Julius Randle, he can do everything. Dirk Rose, the point guard, but he can get buckets. Alex Burke, he just give you the mid-range game and just shoot. And when Alfred Payton, before he got hurt, he was just doing everything. Like, his numbers weren't crazy, but he was giving you, like, eight, six, six, and three. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just the solid across the board. So, I mean, they've been impressive. I can't even lie to you, dog. They've been impressive. Hold on, we um, got back cut a little bit. This East stronger. It's only three teams solidly over 500 in the whole East. Somebody need to tell no, me so, something now. I, so, so this is the thing. They, it could be them beating each other up, though, because the way that the schedule is, they playing each other's back-to-back, you know, and, and, and they playing against against each other. But the teams, as they, like, are constructed, the teams got talent, though. It's a lot of talent in the East. I mean, we... we, we I feel like before the East was very top heavy with like the top two or three teams and then yeah. everybody else was just kind of fighting for the Knicks is the fourth seed with one game over 500 I don't know we might have to revisit this tougher East at the end of the season hey. that's true <laughs> nah, you, that's, Zion, a, that's a valid point yeah Zion I mean the outcomes dog not paper Zion averaging 25 and a half points seven rebounds and three four assists or three assists 3.4. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, he doing work, dog. And his field goal percentages is at 62. What's my so, man doing? Who? Brandon Ingram? Yeah. Uh, Ingram is balling, too. I mean, those two have been carrying the team, honestly. It's been between Zion and, and Ingram. Oh, no, um, 24. Oh, they cooking yeah. together then. 
Yeah, they cooking together, dog. They they found a they found a they they stride. But you know, sometimes they have defensive lapses and they lose games they should win. But overall, their map has been solid, dog. From individual like statistical standpoint, they've been solid. Um, but yeah, dog. So uh, we'll we'll watch out for it. Um, college basketball. Before we get out of here, are y'all do y'all even care about March Madness, dog? I feel like that. I don't even. I watched the college basketball game. I, I think I watched UVA playing Miami the other night. I, I'm sorry, but this jump was so boring <laughs> and it was so trash. Can you name three guys that's playing college basketball right now? I cannot, dog. I don't know why you quizzed me on that, bro. <laughs> I don't even know why. I can't name one. So you do. That's how I was getting ready to say the same thing. Can't do one of them. Can name one of them. Dog, if you give me like five minutes on Google, I could tell you like. Ain't not gonna take you five minutes on Google. Like Let's go to Duke seven. and name those dudes. They all gonna go to the league anyway. Yeah. <laughs> NBA mock draft 2020, <laughs> right. 2021. Duke of Kentucky, that's it. Just go to those two. Yo, them babas been slumming. Actually, they ain't right. been winning. Yeah, them babas. Duke not about to make the tournament. Um, I don't think Kentucky is either. Or maybe I, Kentucky is, but I, I yeah, they the Bamas ain't been like all world like they usually be. What's so, Maryland doing? Maryland been been playing well as of late. Um, will they be in the tournament? I don't know, dog. I can't tell you. I'm gonna actually have to like honestly, I'm gonna actually have to sit down and like really Google the information like to talk about it next week. Like if if we want to talk about March Madness, because when March Madness starts, I mean. It is one of the few times where it's like sports all day. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? During Thursday, the daytime. It's, yeah. it's just all, all day. So I, I enjoy that aspect of it because it kind of gives me something to like kind of immerse myself in, you know, for the weekend. Of course, you're going to do a bracket. Matter of fact, this, the crazy thing about it, I might win the bracket this year because I don't know nothing. I'm going to just be filling the joint out just like a lottery card. Like, just... Circle, circling bubbles like you don't know who who just like yeah though that's all we got for so, the day hold on real quick we, we forgot to talk about uh jj watt potentially signing with the you arizona know. cardinals the Batman not on steroids no more dog he can <laughs> sign with whoever dog he gonna be regular did you hear about the deal though two years oh, yeah. 31 million 23 guaranteed they kicked him up. That's a lot. No, but that's money. the yesterday. That's the yesteryear. Them believing in yesteryear, like, oh yeah, we just going. If we get him along with Chandler Jones, that'll right. beef up our, our defensive. That pass. Yo, right. he, he's Kerrigan, though. The Bama stay quiet for the first eight to ten games, and then when nothing mattered, that Bama just come out the woodworks and start racking up sacks. Hey, B-Hop, B-Hop with me, not B-Hop, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins was 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 hype for him to come there. You know what I'm saying? Ex-Texan teammate. Now yeah, they, that's they his man. Enough. Yeah, he was recruiting. <laughs> oh, he was? was okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Hey, Arizona. I know got to be piss-pissed now. Like, get me no, the fuck he, out he of here. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, Jason got to leave? <laughs> yeah, he, he out of here, dog. You How see, they opened Texas all the way back up. So they about to have the full-fledged oh packed stadiums and everything. Greg, oh, yeah. Greg Abbott, though, wilding, bro. Do you think he's just trying to undermine the uh, the system? Is this the, is this the, uh, the resistance trying to show up again in the South? But that's been their M.O. 
They like, kind of do what they want. Hence the power grid situation when everybody was was uh, operating without power like a couple of weeks ago. But also yeah. like, oh, gas about to be like nine dollars a gallon in Baptist. Yeah. Oh, yep. open Texas back up. So they trying to figure that drain out, but they can't really uh, come out and say that. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, gas is going up. Now, I did recognize that. And it's no state, it's no state income tax, I think, in Texas, too. No, they gotta get that bread going. They gotta get the bread going. Uh, that's the that's the way to do it, even at the expense of people's lives, huh? They don't care. But that generates more money. How many stats y'all think JJY end up with in Arizona? How many games is he gonna play? That's the real question. Yeah, that's the real, that's the real <laughs> the real number right there. I, over oh, what's the what's the over under on 10 10 games you think under, he played 10 games I think I'll, under How unless they use him like Kerrigan last year where he's like situationally yeah he gotta be in like a rotation if you got that man out there playing 65 plays a game you can cancel Christmas on that I give him 10 games 10 games yeah I can give him 10 games to play double digit sacks or nah negative ah, the double digit sacks no I can see like maybe 9 sacks 9 and a half sacks 9 and 3 and quarters <laughs> <laughs> no er, I can get 4 and a half just... <laughs> I'm gonna pull up his stats er, since they started the HGH testing since we having these mind lapses again give me a second <laughs> yo no, I think I like two years ago sacks, he had double though. digits. Like two years yeah, ago, two years ago he had double digit sacks. Okay, you know? JJ Watt, let's see. He had double digits, man. Yeah, I think yeah. sacks. Okay, we gonna go backwards. Five last year, four the year before. <laughs> he got a double digits in eighteen, so he got sixteen and eighteen. Let's go. Oh, yeah. that's it. That's the year. Year before one point five. Stop. 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 We can come back to that twenty eighteen season. So so in his last season, his average is about five six, like six. If you count the sixteen in there with the with the other the other uh, the other years, the last five years, the Bama's average about five six sacks. That's what you tell. Yeah, twenty six divided by five. That's five point one or five point two. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's what you say he on track for five. I said four and a half. Give him five. He can have a half sack. Go ahead, give him five. <laughs> mm-hmm. No troll. Yo, is, that worth, is that worth 20, 23, 31 million? Guaranteed. And then 23 guaranteed. Five sacks is worth 31. Though I can get five sacks. If them Bamas said they were gonna pay me five million, I would I would get at least five sacks, though. But keep in mind the amount of jerseys this Bama's about to sell. Right, he's gonna make that yeah, contract right. up probably this year. Oh, just yeah, the jersey sales. You right, you right, you right. You right. Yeah, you right though. He is a beloved player. So the so team's gonna make like, the oh, bread. Just it, the production is just not gonna be there. So it's gonna okay, look like a yeah, fail. Yeah, but the team gonna make that bread. Please believe. Me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. You already know. You already know. Um, anything else, y'all? Y'all forget? Is that all we got? I see they locked this lady up in Houston for. Uh, the PPP loan what? fraud. She took this. Uh, what? The lady took what was it three point two million dollars? They tried to get this young in thirty what? years. Thirty years. Oh, and a one point two million. What kind, of what kind of business she had that she could request three point two million? And they kind of business she did. Let's talk about the business she did, not what she put on the application. She went and bought luxury items, two homes, luxury cars, bags. <laughs> Duh, they locked. Oh. Yo, bad man Cam, that's the type of move she was got. <laughs> <laughs>
Batman Kevo. Batman Kevo. That's one of his type moves, dog. You know. Dog. He be telling Babas, don't do them PPP loans. They gonna come get you. He, he tried to tell him. But shit, he really did, dog. PPP loans got her. Dog, $3.2 million is a lot to try to scam off the government. Yes, that's a lot. not giving you nothing for... Oh, 3.6. I'm sorry. Dog, that's she a was rack telling of... all the lies, dog. I don't know what she put on that joke. Dog, what, what color is 3.6? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you her name and then you tell me. Okay, all right. Let me hear this. Donna Wiggins. No! We done, dog. I don't even want to do that to my people, dog. We tried. Because Bam is out here struggling. These Some of these small businesses didn't get money the first go round. She got 3.6 and went on a shopping spree. Dog, dog. so you know they already going to use her as the whole, like, the poster child for yeah. why why they have to why the stimulus can't be going at everybody <laughs> you know? like why they have to restrict it you know they, they gonna make her a poster child her. she getting all thirty years I want to see she just gave the money right back though uh, shout out to where's Buffy uh, oh I, young I had where's Buffy young shout out to y'all man uh, just because. Y'all been rocking a long time. I seen a post on Kev on stage today, and um, he was talking about uh, like what you need to have a successful podcast, right? And um, he was saying if you're not prepared to do a hundred episodes, even when nobody's listening, like when your joint not even popping, like if you're not prepared to do a hundred episodes, then you're not prepared to like do a podcast. Like don't even do it. And so you know, as I was, re- I was like, yeah, that's all the way facts what he's saying but then I was thinking about other podcasts that I've, I've known you know that's been in the game been podcasting for as long as we have and you know, where's Buffy been at, been in the game since the beginning though and so I just wanted to like personally shout them out because it I mean a lot of people don't they just see the end product but it's a lot that goes into this and like running the format and doing this thing and sustaining it and so, you know, shout out to those, those, you know, all the podcasts out there that continue to put forth content day, you know, week in and week out, not making no excuses, figuring out a way to to continue to produce and make content for the people. And, uh, you know, definitely shout out to Earl and Kendall and all, all of them over at Where's Buffy. Um, you know, I appreciate them because there were times where, you know, like I would look over and see them still grinding and that jump would be like a little battery in my back. You know what I'm saying? A battery and I and I and not what we doing over here. So uh, I appreciate them dudes, man. Shout out to Jeremy John and Sports Reality. Um, shout out to, you know, Sports Talk Tasha and Ben and O's Best and um, Kicking It With G-Man and Jenna Garcia and... Uh, Lance J Radio, Free Agent Radio, all the people who um, support us and rock with us. Uh, we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, Z! You do that to me! How does it feel? Shut up! We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?